0: Hey, this is Julia Stern, and you're listening to Not My Best, the podcast that reminds you it's okay not to perform at your best 100% of the time. When we shift the focus to become a little bit better instead of trying to be at our best all the time, we'll accomplish a lot more and we'll have way more fun doing it. Let's get into it. Hello, and happy Tuesday. This is Julia Stern coming at you with another episode of Not My Best. This is week. I'm not sure, of quarantine, but we are all doing great, so I'm so happy again to bring you another episode, this time with someone that I know very well from Los Angeles. I met her when I lived out there to help open up Rumble with Andy. She is just the absolute sweetest, like most bubbly, friendly personality you could ever ask for, but such a badass trainer. And I felt like this was such a good time to connect with her and just pick her brain on A, how she became so successful, which I think if you're a trainer or an aspiring somebody, you can get value from this conversation. But B, I also wanted to talk to her about working out. So we connected as trainers and gave some advice on if you're not sure what kind of workouts to do, or if you're never sure when is enough, or if you need a little bit of help with nutrition, um, give this conversation a listen, because it was really a fun one to record and super beneficial. So her name is Shannon Decker. She is known as Shannon Shape on Instagram, and she actually launching today is going to be the female trainer on the number one downloaded app in the app store for fitness. It is called the Shred app. So you can train with her no matter where you are, but she also has a ton of great workouts on her Instagram and I believe YouTube as well. So check out the conversation. As usual, let me know what you think at Julia L. Stern or at Not My Best Podcast. And before we get into it, a quick word from our sponsor, I don't know why I'm just saying that, but it is called Holistic Wellness. It is a CBD brand that comes in the form of a stick. I enjoy putting it into my tea. I pour it in, I stir it up. They make different ones. I've been loving the one most recently for post-workout recovery for all my sore muscles, but I also like the one for sleep. There's also one for digestion, so check them out. It is at holisticwellness.com. You can use code notmybest for 25% off. Hit me up on the DMs if you have questions about them. I love to chat CBD and I'm very knowledgeable on the topic with this particular brand because I wanted to trust the product before I put it out to you guys. So if you have questions, let me know and have a great week and enjoy the episode. Talk soon. Hey, Shannon. Thank you so much for coming to talk to me today. Hi, Julia. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. So I we haven't seen each other in a while. I met Shannon when I was out in LA opening up Rumble. I can't believe that was almost two years ago at this point. It seems like two weeks ago for real. It's actually scary how you blink it. And- Just passes, Um, but she is a rock star. She's taught spin before. She's a badass boxer. She also is a very knowledgeable personal trainer. And that's what I really want to talk to her about today, just because I mean, I think it's always nice to connect with other trainers. It can be so isolating when you're training clients all the time, but it's like so important to connect with other people that are doing the same thing as you.
1: A thousand percent. And I think also that's what's made me um, or elevated me as a trainer is the fact that I'm so open to connecting with other trainers, because there's always something you can learn from another trainer.
0: 1000%. So we were just talking before we started recording a little bit about how, you know, busy we are in a great way. We're very fortunate that we're able to adjust since this whole um, quarantine has really started, but it has been an adjustment. I don't, how are you adjusting to this whole thing? Cause it's, I'm here now, like a month later, but it took some time for me to like get my group.
1: I am my personality and my, I'm a Capricorn. So I like, don't know what to do if I'm not working. Mm -hmm. So I actually had been pulled back from in-person clients and focus a little bit more on my online business, but I was too scared to like, pull all the way back so I was like kind of plotting and figuring out how to do it and then the universe decided for me <laughs> there you go and they shoved you and said you got to do it now <laughs> yeah so i ended up um, jumping into filming um, workouts and i actually did a i wanted to enter the youtube space so i i called it a 12 day youtube challenge and it was like 20 or 30 minute workout videos that got progressively um, harder and harder. And so that was really successful for me. And I felt like I was able to affect a lot of people because that's kind of what we were used to in everyday life, right, is like having an impact on other people's lives. So kind of felt like weird focusing on yourself. So that that was cool. But honestly, I had a 21 day body weight program ready to go. Um, That was, that was great. And then like two, three weeks went by. And I hate zoom training. (laughs)
0: Isn't it so stressful? Because I
1: feel like I just want to connect so much
0: more than the technology is allowing me to. Yeah. But like, at the same time, I'm like, can you see me? Wait, let me adjust the camera, you know, like you want to be able to connect with the person like you're in the same room.
1: Yeah. And I think you and I have similar personalities where we like, we're, you know, what society calls bubbly, but like we're hands on and we really genuinely care about our clients. So like, you should see me when I'm zoom training, I'll be like doodling because there's not much else I can do trying to stay focused on the screen because they're just doing what they're supposed to do. Or I'll be on my belly after I've showed them something or I'm like, Foot up on the table. I'm like, somebody needs a BTS video of me Zoom trading,
0: are flying around. That's so funny, but so true. And then, like, I don't know. Are you struggling with music volume too?
1: Yeah. Um, can you can you hear the music? Is this? I It's like so hard. Yeah. So my clients have been doing music on their side of things, which I think like eliminates that issue. But for my IG lives, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, I I think we have to be careful comparing ourselves to other trainers, I think it's really good to have a network of people to bounce things off of and who know the industry, but also like, I'm not you and you're not me. I'm not a huge fan of IG lives, even though I love group fitness. So I kind of did my couple like through brand partnerships and i realized that wasn't for me so i kind of just switched gears and started focusing on what was for me
0: i think that brings up a really interesting point because and i mean right now we're basically talking to, to trainers but for those who are interested in the training space as well like There are so many opportunities available for you to make an income, but it doesn't mean that you have to do everything. And just because IG lives are happening or an online business or a 21 day program, or just one-on-one personal zoom training, Mm -hmm. like if you try to take all of that on, you're going to wind up stressed and kind of doing everything at a mediocre level because you can't really master one thing. Um, Instead of like finding what actually you're, you're good at and you enjoy and it makes you happy and then going from there.
1: Absolutely. And I sometimes I think that took me too long to realize because I was just so enthusiastic. (laughs) Like, I (laughs) love training. Yeah. And I I just love people and I love fitness so much. But something that helped me in my early years to um, figure out what space I should occupy was like, testing it all out and then seeing where kind of being still with it and seeing where people came to me like was I filling my group fitness classes was it easy for me to get personal training clients based off of recommendations from other clients you know if you kind of just like be still for a second and then the universe has a way of like kind of guiding you towards where you will see your most success um but I, I think it's okay to try everything and just Know that you're testing the waters, you know, I think that's ok. But I think yeah. being able to, like you said, find your little niche and then go full throttle there. I think the fitness industry is really tailored for uh, areas of expertise, you know, yeah.
0: And I think to you said, be still, but it's also not being afraid to put something out there. And then if it doesn't work, it doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that, Like, okay, let's move on to the next thing. How can I adjust this? Yeah.
1: And I think something that I could share with your future listeners is that like, we should definitely talk about it. Like you saw how much energy and effort I put into trying to become a Rumble instructor. And it ultimately wasn't for me. Like I didn't get picked, you know, as to, as an instructor after audition, after, you know, training privately auditions you know, kind of tailoring my life around that end goal. And I did that with Soul Cycle. I did that with um, Flywheel. Flywheel wanted me, but I made the decision not to go with them. So I think it's a really powerful thing for me to be vulnerable with people and say, yeah, I tried this and they didn't pick me because people might look at my path and my success and not even think that that could happen. But that wasn't for me, you know, and I had to like, look, I I got things out of it for sure. And so it was meant to be that I tried that and failed. But I think for sure, that's a really powerful thing for people to hear.
0: And I love that so much. And thank you for bringing it up if you're comfortable talking about it, because it's just so important because I was in the room when you auditioned and like by no means in any way, shape or form was it a bad audition. You're such a great personality. You're so much fun and energetic and you throw great punches. So why wasn't it a fit? I don't know. But at the same time, like it doesn't make you any less of a talent. And it just meant that you put your energy elsewhere and you succeeded in those spaces.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think like, I think in any industry, like that's an important lesson to learn. And it's like, okay, how do I shift from this? And it's like, yeah, take a day to be bummed about it because it's, you know, you've just invested so much of your time and energy, but it's kind of like, I don't know the saying you might know it is like wanting to be in rooms that want you, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you have to like force it too much, it's not for you. So some another, another girl trainer posted something like that and I had no clue she had had that many failures so that from since I read that I was like oh I have to make sure I'm able to share my failures with other people because that made such a huge impact on me that I wasn't the only one
0: I lo- I that's so important to me that saying you only want to be in rooms that want you because just because you're not quote unquote, wanted in that room doesn't make you any less successful. That's so, so important. I had some recent encounters with people recently where, you know, when you're like in a conversation and you're speaking and you can tell that the other person really isn't listening. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My (laughs) Zoom clients, I'm like, hello.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But like, I I was talking to like, okay, whatever important people and you know, I'm talking about myself and I could just tell that they weren't interested. And to me, I don't know, me five years ago, maybe that would make me really upset, mm-hmm. but for me to hear that now or to be in that space, I was like, well, okay, that's not my person. Mm-hmm. And you and there are so many other opportunities with other people and other interests, you know? A
1: hundred percent. And um, we, we can't help it. We're trainers, everybody, but like that just made me think of... Um, things you might not be everybody's cup of tea but you're somebody's shot of tequila (laughs) and then secondly you had mentioned a while back in our conversation that you shouldn't be afraid to put yourself out there and it makes me think of maybe some people now but for me when I was younger and I was like on the dating scene more and you're just kind of like young and like checking it all out do you remember when you would like you either it would be a dry spell. And then all of a sudden there's like three guys, like you start dating a guy and you like him. And then all of a sudden there's like, they're coming out of the woodwork. I think that's the same of what you're talking about was the second you start putting yourself out there and not letting fear stand in the way of a vision or a goal. All of a sudden you might've been looking left, but if you just pivot a little bit, there's an even bigger opportunity to your right or maybe behind you. So unless you... If I didn't even try for Rumble, I never would have known it wasn't for me, or I never would have met you, or I never would have gained the things I gained from that process. So you have to at least try. So it's. Absolutely.
0: Everything is learning. And that's so funny because I totally get your analogy, but like, you know that I've been with Andy since like birth, before birth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you're on the (laughs) flight. That's what I meant to say.
0: I'm like, yeah, cool. I definitely know what you're talking about. No, but I do. Um, It's so true. And so now I love that we were able to connect over that experience and like gain a friendship. I gained so many friends out in LA that like it's so nice to know people in other cities. So that hopefully when the travel bans are lifted and it's safe to fly and not be germified, I can come see you and visit.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's Um, crazy. So crazy. Uh, So I just want to pivot a little bit. Like you're so busy in the right ways not trying to do everything but still very active I really I'm a cancer I have no idea if that has anything to do with my sign but I also Mm -hmm. am like if I'm not working I'm like I don't know what to do which is its own issue yeah but I'm always taking on new projects and so like how do you organize your day-to-day hustle so that you're effective because otherwise i feel like i'm constantly pulling and grasping at projects and i do a piece here and a piece there and i'm like uh, where did the time go all day
1: honestly i was better at it when i was busy because like say a client would be 20 minutes late i'd be like okay what's first on my list like bang out as much Uh as i can you know um throughout the day I, i got more done when i was busy uh these days though it's been nice to kind of like be okay with not being crazy busy it made me realize that like I, I it's okay to pull back a little bit once this is all over so there's that part of it but you guys are gonna make fun of me everybody that hears this but I am such a dork I use a day planner and I love that. I keep them all so if I ever have to reference stuff like from a couple years ago like I, I write down things um I highlight things it's a couple reasons I'm Old. Secondly, It helps from my brain to my hand to remember it since I have so much going on. So that definitely kind of helps lock in my schedule for the day. I also like to be able to, so in my phone, it's okay. I see my day, right? But in the planner, I can open up to that week and I can kind of have like a glance of, okay, Wednesday's not as crazy, Thursday's bananas, you know, so it kind of wraps my head around my week. Um, but also something that I thought of to tell you too, is that my life changed when I stopped trying to think I could do everything. So I was really, I became more and more successful as a trainer, which meant I was making more money, which then meant that I could start to outsource some stuff. So instead of me taking three hours to figure out how to do a blog post, which I'm sure I know you, you probably do all that stuff and figure it out on your own. I finally started like outsourcing some things that take me way too long because I can be technologically challenged sometimes, or I like try to over design or put too much effort into it. So my good friend, she's from New York and she has a nonprofit. She's like, know what you're good at and then figure out who else can do the rest of the stuff that you're not good at. That really helped me. I, that's
0: exactly what I was just going to say. Like, stick to what you're good at, and ask questions for the things that you're not. So, as soon as we get off of this um, podcast, this file goes directly to um, a girl named Molly. If, when you're listening, to this, Go hey Molly, Molly. Go ahead. Um, she is going to edit the entire thing to me and get it back before tomorrow. Because obviously, I needed to be knowledgeable about podcasts when I was first starting. So, like, I knew what the microphone was and the equipment and the software, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But one stab at trying to edit these things myself. And I was like, this is a full-time job in itself. And I really, I don't have the capability to do this. So anywhere that you can outsource and yes, it does cost a little bit of money, but like you can also look into options. There are people that will do things more affordable and maybe you don't have to get everything outsourced right away, but like, it will make your life so much easier so that you can focus on strategy and what your next steps are and how you want to grow and develop in your own profession instead of trying to be like a jack of all trades.
1: Absolutely. And think about it for the time it takes Molly this evening, three hours, let's say that's three zoom clients. So not only did you pay for Molly, but you're doing what you're good at and making money. So you're good, you know, so you have to kind of think of it that way exactly it's so important. So outsource
0: when you can, don't try to do everything and when you have to adapt. So was there any like special skills that you've had to learn since I guess I mean did you know
1: what zoom was before this quarantine because I did I did. I I don't know why I did, but I did. Um did you know I have my teaching credential also? Do you really? Were you ever a teacher? I I wasn't. I switched last I'm a lot older than you but I switched last minute and did um nursing instead. So I, wow. I could work less and I was getting more into fitness. So kind of the same as you with your career, but I was like, okay, I could like you know uh work three days a week as a nurse and I wanted to work with kids still but then I could also do this other thing on the side with my days off like a psycho. <laughs> so now- <laughs> sounds a little bit like me. Cool. Yes. Yeah. So now I'm basically a nurse and a teacher for my clients. Um but I know what Zoom was, honestly, uh, this is probably not the answer like you were looking for, but for me personally, yeah, for me personally, the the biggest transition was like slowing the F down and yeah. and being okay with like, this is what you need right now. And this is what's going on in the world. And, you know, I think some stuff came up like emotionally for me that maybe I was masking from moving so fast and filling my plate up so much. So I think, I think it was a good thing ultimately, even though it's been hard in different, unique ways, you know, so that was kind of my biggest adjustment.
0: I think that's honestly what being busy stems from. And like, of course, like I'm a workaholic and I love what I do. So I'm always like eager and excited to do more. But like, so Andy and I, like, obviously we've like talked about this, but there's been like plenty of traumatic things that have happened in the past couple of years Mm -hmm. where we haven't like had a normal life or had a social life. And so we just dive into work. Mm -hmm. And so that was all kind of wrapping up right before Corona hit, not wrapping up, but just, we were retaining a little bit more normalcy. Mm -hmm. And then it was like the world stopped. And it was like, well, if I don't have work then, and I can't go outside, then all I have to do is like sit in my emotions. And I really can't handle that right now. So here, let's work. Um, But it's true. Like when you're busy, you don't have time to stop and process and that's not super healthy. So it it does force you to like sit still and face some things.
1: Yeah, which I think, I think for us these days with how easy it is to be distracted is, you know, and all the different ways we can fill up if we're not working with social media and TV. And I think I mean, I'm beating a dead horse, but I think you're right. And I think you're really, really lucky to have a partner who is willing to to like sift through all of that with you. And I think that, you know, there's some people going through it. So that it, it's like our hardest things. It's like the breakdown to get to the breakthrough. That's an easier way to say it. And that's oh, really hard. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the next tattoo. <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. You, ha- you don't have tattoos.
0: I do. I got two of them in September. Now I'm addicted. I want to get all tatted up. Do you have any?
1: No, um, I think you've probably seen this on the, my Instagram, but my older brother passed away about five years ago. And so my little brother and sister got one of his drawings of like a mountain range that says um, wild and free. It was kind of like his personal like mantra type thing. He was like this skater kid and snowboarder. And, um, so they got it tattooed on their rib cage and I, and they're younger, a lot younger than me. And I'm chickened out and didn't do it because of modeling stuff. It's just so much easier if I don't have any tattoos. 100%.
0: I'm so sorry to hear about that. But also tattoos are not the only way to, <laughs> to honor someone. And he's thought about that for his parents too. And then he's like, I just like, I'm too scared to like get this inked on my body. Yeah,
1: and, and exactly. But I get, I, I sometimes, okay, this is going to sound so silly, but you're very petite. I think <laughs> tattoos on petite girls are hot. But I'm like, I think I'm like, I'm not saying I'm like huge. I'm just saying I'm like, larger than the average size man so (laughs) a tattoo (laughs) on me let's be honest might not be the best
0: so funny I know I was very 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 like particular about who we went to I went with my two best friends for her birthday and like I studied the artwork and I was like if it's not like the thinnest needle I've ever seen in my life I've got it (laughs) so I like I woke up the next morning and I was like what did I do and then and that was fine. I know I
1: love them. Yeah, but that's like me after Botox or getting my hair cut. And then like 24 hours I'm like, okay, I'm okay.
0: Yeah, it will all be fine. Yeah. Um so let's just like pivot super quick um before we wrap up and just talk a little bit to the people who are listening that might A have had to adjust their workout routines since quarantine, but also B didn't work out before and now they're working out during quarantine and they want to keep that as the stuff starts to get lifted, knock on wood, hopefully. So, um, what would you recommend to the person who like doesn't know where to start and sees these 800 million Instagram lives going on at once with all these different styles? Like where is a good starting point for somebody?
1: Um, I think to do your research, obviously, just like you did with your tattoo, like don't be intimidated to ask questions like trainers are kind of ingrained to like want to tell you all the information. So if you DM a trainer that maybe you watch their live while you drink a cup of coffee and you, you notice there was like a good amount of people in there, it's kind of like restaurants. If there's a good amount of people in the restaurant, then chances are it's a pretty good restaurant, right? With that being said, I think there's a lot of gems out there of trainers who are just getting started or had maybe never done Instagram stuff. So I think there's that option is just like DMing, asking a trainer when their next live is like what their style is, what equipment you need. Like, don't be afraid to ask questions. Secondly, I think the best place for a newbie to start with fitness would be a challenge. And there's a couple different ways you could do this. You could do an online um, ebook and go at your own pace. And and a lot of them have accompanying um, Facebook groups. I think you could do like a, um, you know, like an Instagram challenge, like the trainer emails you day by day the challenges and there's hashtags involved and you're posting your progress And then when the gyms reopen, a lot of the gyms are going to be offering challenges, right? Like I know, um, cycle house here in, um, Los Angeles has like a hell week where if you do a certain number of classes or I don't know if Rumble does any of, yeah, you guys did that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, we did. Uh, right in the new year was really, really great.
1: Yeah. So, so the reason I'm suggesting that is because having that community, just like you and I got so much worth out of knowing like you're not the only trainer out of the out of work trying to pivot trying to make it work like there's other people out there who are getting into fitness and doing these challenges so having that support group is everything because working out is hard it's hard for you and I to stay motivated and to stay on it and it's literally our life you know so I think finding like an app challenge or an online challenge or an ebook or a gym challenge, I think is your best place to start because it lays it all out for you. And you have people that are going to hold you accountable and the resources that you'll need to keep going.
0: Yeah. And I would also say too, like, of course, there are so many options out there right now. So try different trainers. Mm -hmm. I say that all the time with rumble trainers, because we all teach boxing in such different ways Mm -hmm. that you'll get. Different and you'll pick up different things from different people. Mm-hmm. But that being said, just like the same thing with your work strategy, you don't have to do everything. You don't have to take everyone. You don't have to be a boxer and a dancer and a weightlifter and a yogi.
1: You don't have to. Right,
0: right. Especially if you're just getting started. And of course, I think that weightlifting, in my opinion, a lot of people don't have weights at home right now, but weightlifting is super important. But that being said, when you're just getting started, if you're not used to exercising regularly, step one is to find something you enjoy doing.
1: A hundred percent. I know there's a lot of stretch classes. There's a lot of um, dance classes. Like even the hotels, the resorts have been having like fitness instructors on their pages. Or I'm sure at this point, like Pop Sugar has the ten best <laughs> IG lives you can take.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my. I mean, they're actually everywhere. They're all over the place. So. I mean, again, like there's so many resources. But once you do find a trainer that you love, stick with them for a little bit because you're going to learn different things every time you work with them.
1: Yeah, I did a Zoom, um, like a Zoom class with this company in Ventura that was like had created a little community and had different instructors coming in. And there was a lot of people that had their cameras off that were taking the class so it's like mm-hmm. that's an option too if you're a little bit intimidated at first like you don't have to turn your camera on nobody can see you in your house like mm-hmm. I've been working out in booty shorts and whatever I want no bra it's kind of awesome
0: my thing is like I don't care about matching when I don't have to be on <laughs> yeah. like, I worked out in, like navy blue leggings and like a lime green sports bra. I love
1: it it was probably cute I think I think um there's benefits to be found of of i i kind of like working out at home i also don't like ig lives because i like want to do my workout when i'm ready like maybe i'm still getting water getting my shoes tied you know what i mean it's like a lot of pressure yeah,
0: and also but even with on-demand workouts too and this is why like everybody's different there are people who love on-demand there's people who love live there's people who love to just read the workout yeah. and do that at their own pace because this morning i was taking um an on-demand class to and, like, the talking in between, I was just like, okay, fast forward, fast forward, oh, fast forward. that's and good to, know. to go. Yeah. But everybody's different. And so don't be afraid to tweak things and make them
1: work for you. Yeah, that's good advice. And I saw you were doing a challenge, 20 workouts, 20 minutes. Do you know Erica? Yeah. Well, I know who she is just through you guys.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is, like, my best friend in the world. Yes. Um, she actually lived in L.A. for a little bit. I think um, I
1: did meet her. At one point, Yeah.
0: Our dream is to, like, go live um, in L.A. And, and be neighbors and just, like, raise kids together someday and just, like, visit each other's houses. That's our, our dream plan. For I
1: mean, if you can see it, you can achieve it. Yes, but it's on my
0: vision board. Um, <laughs> but we are uh, – we're actually launching a new, like, cohesive brand, the two of us together. So that's something that is, like, happening behind the scenes that I'm doing a lot of work on that I'm not necessarily posting about. Mm-hmm. And I've put some other projects to the side for that. Mm-hmm. So it's a good example of not trying to do everything, mm-hmm. but in the meantime, we have this 20, uh, one day or no, it's a 20 day challenge, 20 workouts that are just 20 minutes each that are just quick, get in, get out, get it done. If you really don't enjoy working out at home and it's all body
1: weight. I love that. I did that. Um, a workout a day calendar. So a for that same group of people, So you can do it. There's one move a day for 30 days. You can do just one move a day, or you can stack them on top of each other week by week.
0: I love that. Like, don't underestimate the importance of movement.
1: Yep. That right there. That's everything for, it's like with all levels, you, me, the beginning workout person, it spans everybody where it's just like, you just got to move. Like if one thing we have learned through this is that movement is crucial to our mental well-being. 100% 100%
0: and movement and the last thing I want to talk about is fueling your body because there is nothing worse than a day where I don't eat enough or fuel my body in the ways that I need to it ruins my entire day yeah so what does your quarantine diet look like honestly it's okay to honest.
1: honestly it's kind of the same nothing really changed that much I eat really like healthy and clean I do eat a lot but like I mentioned I'm a big person <laughs> Um, I didn't
0: really- <laughs> every few hours and it's like constant. I was just comparing with my sister the other day because she works on um, a corporate job. Yeah, and she, I was like, what do you eat in a day compared to what I eat? And she's like, how do you? Where do you? What do you like? And I was like, I get hungry. I'm burning a lot of calories yeah. and I constantly.
1: Enjoy. yeah but then that's like what we try to teach our our clients is that your body becomes more efficient at burning those calories so if you do your 20-minute workout you and i are going to burn a lot more calories than the person who's not eating anything in sedentary you know so it goes it goes
0: what's, your go-to? what's your go-to lunch
1: go-to lunch is probably like a chicken salad so i don't yeah. i don't eat a time i i I'll throw things together. I don't like cook from recipes that much, but I'm really good at like being creative in the kitchen. And then I'll also say like, I'm not crazy about, um, like I'm not um, super restrictive about carbs the last year. I've kind of switched that up in my diet before I used to do like very, like almost no carbs, almost no sugar. Um, But I've been kind of more lax about it. And I've been lax about my workouts more. Like I've been doing a lot of mobility and animal flow. And I tell you, people are like, your body looks amazing. I'm like, yeah, because I'm not stressing and overworking. More. Yeah.
0: You know what it is? It's playing the long game because all that other stuff is really just like, I need to look like this by this date mm-hmm. and let me kill my diet and exercise up
1: until then. You know? Yeah. So balance and like uh, intuitive eating. I've been getting more into. Um, so, yeah, like I eat a lot of salads. I'm not a huge smoothie person because um, when I have a smoothie, I just want food. <laughs> I love smoothies. I know. I'm so weird. So everybody always wants to know what my protein powder is. But I I like smoothies, but I'm not like a smoothie every morning. I've been having more of them lately because I'm actually home. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I eat food but really clean. So I eat a lot of like omegas, like um, avocado, salmon, chicken, I don't eat a ton of red meat, um, like a turkey, sausage and eggs in the morning, you know, like, um, like, clean, but hearty type of stuff. Yeah,
0: I love love vegetables. I also love getting carbs from like, Ezekiel bread, (laughs) Siete foods, those flours. Is, yeah. The almond um, flour ones and like quinoa. Yeah. And if you allow yourself carbs from those things, it lets you feel so full and energized without like the crash.
1: Yeah, that's kind of my goal is to, and I know people need a lot of help with diet, but my goal is to eat for energy. So mm-hmm. it's like, I can feel, if I don't eat, oh, I'm obsessed with peanut butter perfect bars with like coffee in the morning. Wait, why is peanut butter the best flavor perfect bar? Ugh, with the hot coffee and and the perfect. <laughs> I'm not
0: really a big peanut butter. I mean, I am like I eat it, but like peanut butter flavor things I'm not. But when I go for a perfect bar, it's always the peanut butter one. Yeah,
1: it's so good. So, um, I actually have a recipe book I made. It's on my website on shannonshape.com and it's, um, it's unique in the sense where it's like um, what I eat. So it's like, it's not necessarily like a, a cookbook, but it's like, this is what I stock my pantry with. The seasonings I use, you know, like Brags, and this is the salad dressing I make, and this is what I buy at Trader Joe's. These are the things I kind of like prep for myself for the week. These are, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and smoothies, and this is what I'll have for dessert if I am having a sweet tooth. So it's kind of like I made it because everybody would always DM me about my diet. So then I made that so I can just be like, here, this is what I do. That's So helpful because I do. I collect
0: cookbooks. I've had a couple of them over the years, but like. It's very rare that I want to like crack open a book and like get all my ingredients out and follow a recipe. I would rather just know quick and easy
1: things because that's what I'm eating on a normal beach. Yeah, you're way too busy for like how to make yeah, Like,
0: I put my chef hat on. I need to outsource that. Where's my chef?
1: <laughs> Andy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but no, it's so good to hear that coming from a trainer and from myself. Like, I just feel like people. Of sometimes look at Instagram and they don't understand what's happening behind the scenes and in the kitchen, and like it is so important to fuel your body and like fill it up with some good stuff. Also, I have been like a dehydrated camel for the past few months, Mm -hmm. I've never appreciated water so much in my life, I'm Mm -hmm. not sure why, but I drink almost a gallon a day just because I if I don't, I feel it, and again, it's probably because I'm sweating so much, but yeah, you have to consistently drink water.
1: I think water is so underrated. Like I, on the days I don't drink enough water, I, I'm, my mood is affected, my energy level, my sleep, what I choose to eat. Like, I think it just affects people way more than they realize. And I think there's so many dehydrated people that it's like, it was like when I got LASIK, I didn't know how blind I was until I got LASIK. And then I'm like, oh, so you don't know how dehydrated you are until you start drinking water absolutely i i didn't get LASIK. have you ever heard of prk
0: Mm -mm. it's kind of like the same except this is going to sound gross instead of cutting your eye they laser off a layer of
1: it no but i need that because i have a trigium trigium, however you say that
0: (laughs) not to like get into eye stuff but yeah
1: i had it uh maybe
0: four years ago but like life-changing now i can see yeah
1: when i was teaching spin i i got the surgery LASIK at like one or something and I taught 6am spin the next day and everybody was laughing at me because my my spin studio wasn't that small but I didn't realize I couldn't really see the back row in the darkness oh my god so I kept like looking up and surprising myself that I could see the back row <laughs> it's a stress. I was like wow you guys look great back there and you're all like oh my gosh we've been back here looking great <laughs>
0: <laughs> for like a really yeah. long. So <laughs> well, thank you so much for like just doing a quick chat with me. It was so good to catch up.
1: You as well. I knew I wanted to do this. You definitely have a talent for it, and I don't do a lot of podcasts, so it was all my pleasure
0: so fun. Check her out. Tell people where they can find you, including the app that you were telling me about.
1: Of course. Thank you. So you can find me on um, all social platforms at Shannon Shape, S-H-A-P-E. And then um, my website is shannonshape.com. I have a lot of uh, follow along videos on there for workouts. I have a couple programs, a lot of free stuff on there too. So go check that out. And then the most exciting and recent news is that I am the new trainer for the number one fitness app in the app store called shred. So now you can work out with me every day. It's a really, really good app. Obviously, um, since they are so successful over a million users worldwide and they only launched in 2018, but it's for everybody because you can choose how you want it. What equipment you have, how long you want the workout. It's super easy. And the workouts are, they'll get you. So
0: she is killer. If you haven't seen her Instagram stories, I used to love watching them um, when you train personal clients and just the workouts that you would put people through. I'd be like, dang girl. (gasps) so you definitely want to check that out they
1: call it torture with a smile
0: (laughs) love it um so thank you guys so much for listening you can find me on social channels at julia l stern or this show at not my best podcast and per usual like i say every single tuesday stop trying to live your best life start actually living a better one
1: see you next week